too much. Welcome to Conduit Conversations. We're here to bridge the gap and give you a look inside the minds of those who are changing our communities for the better. Today, we have a May, founder of The Shift. Thankful to have him here. He's doing some amazing things in the community for Buffalo, <laughs> helping the youth, and he has an event coming up. So we're gonna talk to him about everything he has going on with his organization, everything he has going on in his life, and what led him here. Uh, well, um, you know, thank you for having me on the show. Yes, it's AMA, a.k.a. Sir Amazing. Um, you know, I appreciate you both, and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, spread the word about some of the things we've been doing. Of course, we're happy to have you. What was that you said right there? A, a maid just short of a maid? What did you, you know say? I mean, I go by Sir Amazing. You say amazing things, but, you know, Sir Amazing is, that's, that's the name. Oh, that's your real name. Your real name is Sir Amazing. Sir Amazing. Sir Amazing. Yes, sir. That's what's up. So I gotta ask, what was your parents on when they when they was thinking of that? What did <laughs> they tell you? Um, well, Aime is actually French. Okay. So um What does that mean? It means a loved one. Oh. Yeah, so you know, my father and I are the only Aimes that I know. It's been a few in the in the world, but it's kind of a, a rarity. So is it A-Maze or Amazing? So A-Maze is my name. Okay. But Sir Amazing is, that's who created the shift. That's who is out here in the trenches with the community. Nice. It's like. So that's your superhero name? Yeah, basically. Ah. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I got a friend who told me I think I'm Batman. I'm like, Yo, bro, I don't think I'm Batman at all. Why be Batman when you could be Black Panther? See, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, either or I'll take, you know, Batman is my favorite superhero. And that's one of my favorites, too. That's one of my favorite. Tony Stark is, too. I can't lie. But Black Panther is Black Panther. Honestly, my mom got me this chain last year. And when I put, I never wore chains, never did no jewelry, nothing like that. When I put this on, I was like, I feel like a chiller. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that. So, um. Tell us more about the shift, man. Tell I, I'm intrigued. Tell us more. Um, the shift is a movement. You know, the shift is an initiative to inspire, educate, and motivate the youth of the city. Mm. Um, we really just focus on empowering them, and you know, giving them an opportunity and a platform to speak their minds, speak their souls, and also you know, try different things. You know what I mean? Um, you know, having an opportunity to have a young artist come on a show and perform. That's a blessing to me because, you know, whether or not that individual chooses to pursue a career in music, at least, you know, I was able to be able to help them along that journey to say, okay, I really like this or I really don't or I need to work at this so I can get to the point where I really want to get to or, you know, it was fun, but, you know, there's other things I want to focus on. That's what's up. So what in you inspired to start this initiative? Like, what was it that, what was the impetus? What, what motivated you about either the nexus between you and the, and the community or with just yourself? Um, so the shift is basically my dream. I always wanted to uh, be a talk show host. You know, mm. I'm a 90s baby, so I grew up watching Martin, you know, watching Fresh Prince, Montel Williams, Ricky Lake, Oprah, like, those shows were always on, and I don't, it was always just a uh, a real appealing to me. It was real me. talk shows. You know what I'm saying? Because they right? dealt, because you know they really dealt with issues. You know what I mean? People would right. go on there, you felt really good, 
and there was cool people on there, and there was also just an opportunity to just connect with somebody. And, and with technology, like, I feel like we, we lose that and a lot of people don't want to show emotions and everything is so instantaneous where we don't sit down and we don't have conversations like that. So, like, with podcasts and with what you're doing and, like, things like that are connecting people again that we're losing, like, amazing things. And amazing. This, this is <laughs> 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 plug sign, plug sign, plug right, sign. Right, right. <laughs> this is, like, just bringing it back to, like, the roots and – just connecting people again. Yes, sir. And, and and when you when you go back uh, deeper into the history of all our cultures here at the table, uh, we strongly valued storytelling, and uh, I believe that's why podcasts are, are proving to be so valuable today because we have the we have ample space and ample time to do so. You know what I mean. Um, and with that being said, we are in the story, Johnny B. Wiley, uh, old, uh, a.k.a. the old Rockpile Arena Stadium. Could you tell us a little more about that? Oh, man. What a great plug right there. You see, how this, see I've been doing this for a while. You told me, you got to teach me. <laughs> um, no, Johnny B. Wiley, historical building for the city of Buffalo. You know what I mean? The city of good neighbors. This is where the bill started off. Um, Johnny B. Wiley himself was... This is where we won the championship. Exactly. You know, yeah. What was that, back in 62, 64? Like 70-something 70, 70 70, like that. Okay. 74, 75. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A long time ago, right? Yeah. And then Johnny B. Wiley himself was somebody who really dedicated his life to the youth. Mm. You know, and that's what he was all about. So, um, you know, just the blessing of being in this building, which a lot of people don't know about. A lot of people don't know that this building has been open to the public since last August. And mm. we've done a lot of great things here under the great leadership of Cedric Holloway, i.e., <laughs> the head of Buffalo SWAT, <laughs> who's also Johnny B. Wiley's son, and then and then the wonderful Miss Teresa Lane. Oh, he's a he's a police officer. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Combat it. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no static. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> strong grip. Nah. Uh, him and Miss Land, though. I mean, they've really done some great things. They really uh, have brought me along to, you know just help really create culture and really shift things up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, we've done a few things throughout the year from, I think the first time that I did anything here was a, uh, it's a veteran's breakfast. I just came. I ain't know nothing about yeah, that, Yeah, there was a veteran's. I was supposed, to, I was supposed man, to be here. Oh, man, you should have been here. It was, it was, <laughs> I was supposed to be here. I don't even know yeah, if man. I ate, but the food was man. good, though. <laughs> it was good? Yeah, it was good. It was, okay. And it was a good amount of people. Um... I couldn't even tell you. That was like that was my first time first being event? in the building. Okay. So okay. I just came. I just met them that day, and I was like, I'm just coming to help. And okay. And and then from there, it was like monthly bazaars, like holiday themes. Like there was one in December. There was one in the spring. Uh, we did. Uh, when you say bazaar, is that is that for like our new Buffalonians too, or? So it's every, it's really open to the public. It's so one of the things that Miss Land loves doing is giving the opportunity to like the small businesses. You know what I mean? To come and, and just vent to the community, you know, come spread the word about whatever business you created and, and sell your products. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. So when you said bizarre, because we have uh, such a, a huge population of folks that's come in from different places, I, and I'm so used to seeing them host bazaars, and I thought maybe you guys had tapped into that as well. Uh, do you see? Do y'all see yourselves doing any of that? Uh, uh Everyone is welcome. Like, oh, okay. So, you know, vend vendors are always welcome. We just, the only thing, the rule is no no multiples. So, 
If somebody does, what that mean? You no, know, if somebody does paparazzi jewelry, we don't want to have two people doing paparazzi jewelry. Okay, okay, you know. But okay, I mean, okay. we did so many different, so many different vending opportunities. There was a Valentine's Day one. Um, I think there was one back in March. There was one in spring around Easter time. Um, Is there a cap on how many vendors could be in the space, or, or there is, is no, there is no real cap. You know, so as long you, so as within the capacity, I think capacity for like upstairs, like two hundred people. Oh so wow! So you figure more to marry here, honestly. So we rather we rather have we rather have people flowing out of here than. The so it's like a swap meet, basically. Oh, see, that's sweet. <laughs> I didn't even know that was going on. And when and like, how often does that take place? So I feel like the last one was back in the spring, and it turned out we had a spring event, but the weather wasn't. It didn't treat us too well because we were outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next vending event is going to be National Night Out, August sixth. Um, August 6th is going to be real special. Um, National Night Out was the, the first opening of the building last year. This year we've got a lot of different things coming. we got Thurman Thomas coming back. We've got um, Culture Visions Podcast is going to be here. We've got some artists performing. Shout out to Ricky. Uh-huh. Ricky going to be here. Yeah, that's uh, my guy. We're going to have uh, Rain performing, uh, my guy G. Premacy performing, Divine the Rapper performing. Fat Man Tango is going to be doing some comedy. Uh, we're going to have a game truck. Man. You see, he noticed all listen, off the top of his listen, head. Listen, it's a, lot, it's a lot of different things going into it. And then we're going to have some vendors there as well. Um, and we're really just trying to create a, f- a full family fun. And to be honest, we, we want to have the best National Night Out. National Night Out is a thing that happens throughout the entire city. Yeah, tell but, us more about that. But, but So National Night Out is really about uh, connecting the community and law enforcement. And really trying mm. to bridge that gap mm. and really put people in a position to understand, like, you know, at the end of the day, um, I always said there's good cops and bad cops. It's like it's good people and bad people. You, you can't be afraid of everybody. You know, when something goes wrong, you really are supposed to call 911, not Batman. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, but you spoke earlier about this, the support that you have with Mr. Uh, Cedric Holloway. And uh, what was the the woman's name? Miss Teresa Land. Miss Teresa Land. Uh, how important is, is is having that support group with you know running these types of endeavors and and running your your initiative shift and, and things like that? Are they supportive or extremely? So basically, um, you know, they both have really mentored me in a lot of ways. They've told me that I'm like they look at me like a son. You know, mm-hmm. I came in here. You know, I didn't have my hand out and ask for anything. I came in here just to help. You know, I saw that there was a way I could help, whether it was going to be sharing something on Facebook, whether it was going to be spreading the word, whether it was going to be like, okay, I have an idea for an event. And and pretty much, um, you know, we work as a team as far as getting things done. So, like, during this during this lead up, you know, we talk to each other every day, basically like, okay, this person, okay, I need to contact this person. What do you need for me to do this? Da, da, da. So, you know, it's been a, a – you know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, um, Cedric told me that when I first came here and we first had our first meeting back in like January, December, mm-hmm. he said he wanted to have like the biggest national night out. And you know, wow, really? I want to help him put that in motion. Damn, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And so you you came in uh, committed to being a service. Yes, sir. Come on, man. And collaborating and just doing what it takes to to make this happen and to make it as successful as possible. 
Exactly. I mean, look, like I said, you're coming to this building. This building is accessible to everyone. Like, everybody should know these different things. And a lot of times in our city, as small as Buffalo is, people don't even know yeah. all the resources that are available to us. We still figuring them out. You know what I mean? But that's the, I feel like that's due to the, uh, like, how Buffalo, Buffalo like, socialized over mm. time, you know what I mean? It was everything was segregated, so that meant conversations were segregated as well. Um, so if you if you had poverty of thought, you you likely stayed there. If you had wealth and thought, you you likely stayed there. And what we have with the with the 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 the, the, the these the new generations is that we have the the blending of all these new and incredible ideas, right? So we was just talking about that before we even went on air about how important collaboration is. So how important has that been in your endeavors with Shift and with getting the word out uh, about this place, the Johnny B. Wiley Stadium? Like, uh, do you have any collaborators, or do you are you looking forward to that in the future? Um, I mean, honestly, I'm trying to think. There's a specific quote that I want to use, right? I like I like quotes. Um, a group of minds working together is similar to a group of batteries working together. It's going to create more power. Mm-hmm. And collaboration is everything. So with every event, there's been multiple businesses, multiple people that have collaborated, whether it was True Enterprise, MLQ Developments, whether it's Tops giving us some water, whether it's uh, The Shift. Tops gave you some water? Oh, we have a great relationship with Tops. That's what's <laughs> up. Shout, shout out to Tops. That's what's shout up. Shout out Corporate to Tops. Social sure. responsibility, man. That's sharp on they You know what I mean? You just go over there and just have that conversation. So, I mean, collaboration is everything. So, like, with the shift itself, uh, aside from collaborating, everybody we've collaborated with Johnny B. Wiley. I mean, we've had the opportunity to collaborate with B-Cat. Um, we've had the opportunity to partner with, um, you know, Say Yes, you know, Breaking Barriers, Um Wow. For me, it was Say Yes on Wednesday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've done some work with Breaking Barriers. Yeah. I've done a a couple episodes with them. Really? Yeah. Man, listen, like Daniel, Tommy, I mean, like making change. Like, that's the thing, too. Man, there's so many people in Buffalo. Like, I dedicated the last year, like I would say probably from April 2018 all the way through into this year. I really focus on trying to like spread the network and go to different places and go to support different community events. Man, there's so many people really trying to make change. That's what keeps the shift going. It's like people will always contact me. You could come. The ship can do this. The ship can do that. I'm like, man, listen, I, I want to <laughs> tell tell the TV station and let's sign a deal so that I can do that because there are so many people throughout our city that are making changes that are really dedicating their lives to do something. Sometimes it's, it's bad because instead of keeping your three over here and your five over there and your eight, let's all combine. That's 21 people right there. Let's, you know what I mean? It's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. So um, collaboration is everything. Mm-hmm. So what else you got for him, Kev? I mean, he's got a lot for us. So yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how we can mine some more of that, that richness out, like as far as the conduit conversation. Um, so – as far as collaborations, since we on that topic, how do we get you in the school? How do we get the schools to know that this is here as a mm-hmm. resource? Um, because I feel like that would be beneficial for hosting a lot of functions. Uh, you said you had space for a capacity of upwards of 200 people. 
You've had uh, weddings here that this may potentially have prom here. You know what I mean? So wow, that is a game changer. That is something yeah, to think about. Right. I think so. As of right now, like I know the the Pale Campus happening here Monday okay. through Friday. Okay. Um, so Cedric has the Omega Gents and Ladies. They meet. I want to say Fridays and mo- Monday and Fridays every week, that and used do to different be the things. Beta back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so it's it's been some different programs. And then some of the stuff that we did, like uh, we did a Dr. King event back in January. It was called Remembering Dr. King from a Youth Perspective. Mm. It was awesome. You familiar with Clifford Bell? Yes. So yes. Brother I'm Bell familiar was, with the name. I don't know the person. Okay. Brother Bell was a keynote speaker. Brother Bell has been an activist. He just retired. Shout out to Brother Bell. And he was like the leader behind the people that raised two hundred fifty thousand dollars to build that MLK statue. So the one that's currently there. Yes, yes. The and new one that the new one that they're about to build. No, the one that they made years ago that people were kind of complaining about. Right. <laughs> and he told me he gave me the write up on it, and it's interesting. But at least he did something. He did. He, yeah. I mean, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the eighties is a lot of money. It's a lot of rich. That's a lot of money right and there. To, to even be thinking about what we didn't have there, you know what I mean? He wasn't nobody else. Think, well, clearly, it wasn't done. You exactly. Know what I mean? I'm not saying there wasn't anybody thinking about it, but he was. He put those thoughts into action, and it's there. So I honor that forever. You know what I mean? Um, I got a lot of memories being by that big head right there. You know what <laughs> what I mean? Whether whether it looked a lot like him or not, I knew who that was. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And the closest other statue not even black statue is, is of those in, in, in Lafayette Square and all that downtown so I'd rather have that mm-hmm. than nothing at all you dig what I mean copy and and I, honestly I have a write up Brother Bell gave me the write up of why it was designed the way it was designed and the irony is right I was recently in Atlanta mm-hmm. I went to the MLK site there again and I see a statue that looks just like the one that we had. Doesn't look like a spinning image of Dr. King. So it's symbolic, right? I think a lot of times we get in our minds, we get in, get in the heads. It's like it's almost like talking about Jesus. Like you can't get caught up in a black Jesus, white Jesus. You can't get caught up in that because the real message is what it's supposed to symbolize. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to symbolize unity. Mm-hmm. We're not focusing on how this person looks. It doesn't matter. He don't even care. If, you know what I'm saying? If they were, they, they would both tell you like it doesn't matter what I look like. It doesn't matter what this is. Do you understand what it means for it to be there? Mm-hmm. Do you understand what it's supposed to do for you? That's right. So, um, it's a great way to look at that. The value. But that, ex- exact. I mean, the it's value. like you just said. You got memories and you knew who it was. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't. Even if it didn't look like him, it didn't have the stash the right way. Who cares? You know what it represents. It's, you, it's like the gift, like. You get a gift, whether or not you like it, the thought behind the gift, the fact that somebody thought of you and went out of their way to do something for you, and you're going to take it and put a negative spin on it. like that's. Well, see, that's a much deeper conversation. Yeah. Mm. That's a much deeper but I mean, conversation. But, I, I mean, that's, like, that's... that's, that's I mean, that's the, you're absolutely that, correct, but that's... <laughs> Now you make, but that's making you want to go into like, well, why do people do that? But that's yeah. much. Deeper. That's why I just say, you know what? That's the Socks are always nice. It's not good to have cold feet, you know. But um, but yeah. So like, so that was a a really good event because there was different youth that performed. Some mm-hmm. did poetry. Some did songs. Some danced. You know, and to have Brother Bell there and like bridge that gap. You know what yeah. I mean? You had somebody that's about to be ninety years old come October with like a sixth grader and they're both telling the same story because Dr. King represents something to every individual in their own way. So, 
Um, you know, there's been a lot of different opportunities for, for youth to do some things, and, and then I'm going to plug it in again. National Night Out, cotton candy. We're going to have the snow cones. Uh, it's just going to be a flag football. It's going to be a it's lot of be different things. It's going to be a stellar things. event. It's gonna, you know what I mean? Going to have some kids doing art. Kids are doing some artwork that they'll be vending as well. We need that. We you need know? that. All the kids come for the art. And so this is open, open to everybody. Open to the public. We want everybody here. Everybody and their mama, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cost? There is no cost. Exactly. It's free. <laughs> it's free. He's free doing food. Something. Doing something Actually, you should tell you should spend it and say you you already paid for it. It come out your taxes, so come um, on down. That's true, but oh well, there is there is gonna be some type of cost. So I'm actually uh, I'm president of a nonprofit organization, and we're doing our scholar part really? of our scholarship fundraiser. At What's the, the name of it? Well. Morning Star Miracles. Morning Star Miracles. Yes. That's what's up. How long you been yeah. president over here? So I mean, beginning of the year ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like a, this is our first scholarship, but we basically are trying to give five awards to students who are studying STEAM, science, technology, engineering, mm-hmm. arts, and math, and they're going to use their degrees to give back to the community, or they're already using those skills to give back to the community. How long has this organization been up and running? Very young, only a year. And this is what you've already been accomplishing in one year? This is what we're putting together right now. We're amazing. still raising funds. Amazing. Hey, it's very amazing. Plug time, plug time. Plug time, plug time. So what else is on the resume that you're just popping out all these uh, organizations? <laughs> what else do you have going on? Um, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to help, so I can't go into anything specifically. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like I don't really like to talk about, you know, the things I do. Like you asked me earlier before we were on air, like, how do you come across? It's not me. It's not me. Like, you know, there, find you. There's yeah. there's a there's one above me who just just put me in position. Name, you know, somehow I end up with the name Ame. And <laughs> and sometimes things just move the way they move. You know what I mean? I just feel like you know, I'm not directing my own path. Yeah, and I so I'm sitting here setting up and he's showing me this video where he's interviewing Shiggy. And I'm like, how did this happen? He's like, it just happened. <laughs> 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 the universe. <laughs> man, it's always conspiring to get you what you want, man. But you know what you want. The alchemist. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Now, yo, listen. I got to read. I'm holding off. I want to read it, like, maybe November. Like, I want to read it again. That's that's one of the biggest inspirations for the shift. When you truly want something in the universe and all its powers and uh, conspires to help you achieve it. I mean, I feel like life is really that simple. It's all mental. Like, literally everything in life is mental. People say, oh, I made a mistake doing this. No, you. what the reality is, you really thought about that before you did it, and that's how you did it. And mistakes were is pertinent to you getting to where you're trying to get to. Exactly, it's important for you to do that, and that's the that's the that's the importance of having a conduit conversation with an individual such as yourself. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Ooh, I like the way he worded that right there. Uh huh. <laughs> a person that's committed to learning and growing and, and shattering that paradigmatic thinking of uh, if I fail, I'm I'm worthless and things like that. Folks like yourself empowers not only you but your community and that strengthens buffalo and this is this is this is my this is how i see buffalo you understand what i'm saying versus how buffalo is, is seen so city of good neighbors means something totally different 
to me than it means to probably the average. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I've had to really live, you know, around good neighbors. And I guess that's probably true for every neighborhood because every neighborhood is so segregated. And you have the good neighbors, you know, probably within within those in, the, in those sectors. So um, what Kev initiated with this podcast is that, you know, we know so many, we come across so many fantastic and fabulous people in this area and we just come by and it's the ships in the night you know what i mean so he wanted to be very deliberate in that in that approach to be like well let's see how we can not only just highlight the best and the brightest of our city but how might we be able to collaborate with them on some endeavors that we have coming up so um we working on a community center right mm. now as we speak, and we we need a lot of leverage. We need a lot uh, of, of what you say, people that serve. So if any way that we may be of service to you and your cause, we hope that you would call us because in turn, at some point, I'm sure we would need you to be of service. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Um, so, Which is absolutely crazy because he's bringing up the alchemist and we're talking about... So we arguing right now, right? (laughs) We arguing about what should we call the spot? Like, what should we call the community center? What are the options? My vote. He didn't come up with a vote yet. He might have one today. I was talking about alchemy, though, when we were coming up with name discussions. Yeah, but here's the thing. Alchemists don't go play at the alchemy. They go play in the ether space. Mm. And I'm going to leave it right there. I ain't even going to sell that. Because if, if they looking at it, if anybody is looking at that, you go look up either space and then, and, then, and then get back to me. Because that's what alchemists do. We turn whatever into solid gold. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And we need to be able to tap in and out of consciousness, that collective consciousness, mm-hmm. at will. That's a heightened level of talk. You know what I mean? So when, when kids is coming into this space and they learn in STEAM and STEM things, practical things, not just the theory. They learn in theory through engagement, theory and practice, right? Where are you getting that at? I ain't, I don't see that, right? We're bringing something completely from the ether and putting it in real life. That's what I'm trying to tell Kev, man. And he ain't rocking with me. He ain't rocking with me. You know what I mean? We manifesting real things. We two ghetto kids, right? I never met this man a day in my life. I don't know this man. He could have been a stone cold murderer, right? I met this man through my podcast. We became family with having a shared vision and being Mm -hmm. of service, being of committed service to that vision. We've been getting yes after yes after yes after yes. And then out of that, we were at a Buffalo partnership meeting and that's how this podcast came about is because I'm there and someone's like, yo, you have to meet this man. He's doing exactly what you're trying to do, like work with the community, like do all these amazing things. So when you talk about the universe conspiring, mm-hmm. right? The collaborative effort, the energy, the combined energy, we produce in Captain Planet. No mm. copyright infringement, right? So I'm trying to say, that's uh-huh. what I'm trying to tell the man, the importance of manifesting at the same time. This is something that, I've been working on for some time is is getting the message out of high performance and, and teaming up with other high performers in the area. 
I got that within him once he said, once he reached back out. Not everybody reaches back out, right? That's a fact. So once he reached back out, I'm like, okay, let, 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 let's see how far it is. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> he had his own agenda like I got mine. And we're just running. We just running. The ether, ether space. space, man. <laughs> <laughs> the ether space, ether man. space. We conjuring up, man. Okay, so listen. I feel you. <laughs> but, 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 this but. is my thing. So when I hear ether, that's two lines coming to my head. It's connected back to the to the root at the same time. So tell me, so Nas. tell me, so I can ah, Nas. See what I'm Jay-Z. saying? Jay Z. That's all I hear when I hear ether. But that's cultural at the same. It is time. cultural, and we need to be holding on to our culture oh, at the same time. I hear so you. So that's incorporated okay. into that title because you have to get the culture spoon fed to you uh-huh. at the same rate. I'm a cultural guy. I can't get. I was raised by the culture. I feel you. I can't just give it up like that. Ether space. It is different though. It's gonna make you think. It's gonna make you think. Like you're gonna be like, yo. Like you going? It, it, I'm gonna it's get ready not to go gonna to be a regular space. community center. You know no. what I mean? Because it's not gonna have a typical name. Right. You're gonna step into it. You're gonna feel an energy just off reading the name. Like, hold up, what's that? And I'm a product of the crack environment at the same time. Ether used to mean something for freebasing back then. Mm. So we turning that negative, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at a kid like me that came out of there, I wasn't supposed to see I wasn't supposed to make it to eighteen. I was supposed to spend 21 in jail if I made it that far. You understand what I'm saying? From that crack epidemic. We turning that whole negative connotation into something very more, much more powerful, even more, dare to say spiritual. You know what I mean? Because it's a way of life. It's you being living within your creative, authentic self. You dig what I'm saying? So for me, it's, 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 it's thought, it's well thought out for why that is. You know what I mean? Why I'm thinking about the ether space because it feeds the consumers of said space through so many different mediums when they ask or when they break that down or when somebody say, well, why did the founders do that? And so on and so forth. We're, there's so many levels of education that comes with that. You understand what I'm saying? Copy. Yeah, I'll be real with you. I was sold on it like five minutes ago, but I'm just letting you <laughs> <laughs> It's the name, man. I rock with it. See, you know what I mean? I, I would it. love to hear your little kids. I'm chilling somewhere and they'd be like, yeah, where you going? I'm going to the either space. space. Ether space. Like, Outer space. What? Like what? Like what Eat is that? Space. What you talking about? Don't, don't let's not talk about the ethereal and seeing in colors and all that. I don't mm, want to even take you down there. They're not ready for. They ain't ready for that. <laughs> but if we, if that's all we have, Kev, is that do we have any more? Do you have anything more for us, Mister A. Mazine? Um, I mean, so we superhero we, in <laughs> the hood. We talked well, superhero about superhero worldwide, but you bring your talents to the hood. You know, Buffalo bread, city yeah. of good neighbors. Come um, on. We talked about National Night on August 6th. Um, I would just like to plug that um, my little brother, um, little bro Zaire at the drum key, this is someone who I met him in April of last year. He told me he's been working again to the industry. You know, he's a, the most talented drummer in the city of Buffalo. Um, ended up being part of the house band on the shift. Mm. What's that? that? What's house band on the shift? Uh, he, house band. We had a house band. Oh, house so, like, band. when artists okay, would come okay. perform, we have a band. Band okay. became Neo Groove, formed by um, one of my good friends, Julian Rodolph. And, and from there now, pretty much every member of the band has been able to form all throughout the city. And uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that Zaire now has taken it from uh, being just a drummer to a producer to an artist. And his first show is going to be uh, July 30th at Sugar City. Doors open at 730. Um, show starts at 8. I will be hosting it. Where is that? Sugar City. 
over on Niagara Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that spot, right? I've yeah. never been in there. I always wanted to be in there, though. Pull up. Pull up. So that's that's the last plug I'm going to do. Shout out to the drum key. When uh, is that? So when is that? It'll be Tuesday, July 3rd. Today, Monday? Yeah. yeah. Man, it's a lot of days going by, <laughs> yeah. right? So next Tuesday. Yo, you should come to Men of Impact tomorrow Tuesday, night. What you doing tomorrow night, 6 p.m.? Is that what you were telling yeah. me about, right? Yeah. What's good? Talk, talk to me. Yeah, you should be there, man. Okay. It's Men of Impact. It's, it's, it's men, like you were talking about early 96. Mm-hmm. That's how it be. Copy. Uh, all, all power, though. You know what I mean? I'll be there. All, all power and influence. And we need a lot more of what you got in that space. Copy. You know what I mean? So tomorrow is it's Tomorrow catered. 6 p.m. It's catered. Oh, yeah, so you ain't you ain't no dairy about none of that. Uh, we be having a whole lot of different stuff. We be having salads, all kind of stuff. So you know, tuna salad, all kind of stuff be there. So chicken, all kind yeah, of stuff, you, man. You get you had me sold the chicken. All right, yeah, but <laughs> make just pull up. It's a we'll give you the info. Uh, but it's definitely been a treat, man. It's pleasure is mine. As I said, uh, for sure, you got my information. Give me a call if any way in any way I might be a service. You let me know, man. Hey man, I appreciate yeah, y'all. Where can where can our listeners find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Sir Amazing S I R underscore A I M E underscore Z I N G. You can find the shift at the shift and crew at the shift A N D C R E W. Um, thank you again for having me on the show. Sure. Shout out to everybody that tuned in on the live feeds. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for creating culture and giving a. A platform for some people to talk about the things that's going on in the city of good neighbors so no, y'all keep it up we, we, we appreciate having you on and before we it wrap be it no up we have uh, folks like without folks like you we, we have a speed round that we finish off with and so it's it's the core four so okay. we want to know what you're about okay. so what job would you want to do if money didn't matter how much time do i have what job would i want to do I mean, honestly, I just want to work in in production as far as television goes. So, being the host, or just being a producer of a t- of a major TV show, even if it was for free. I mean, even if it was for free. That's what's up. That's what's up. Who is or was the biggest mentor in your life, and why? Um, I wouldn't want to say just one. I've been blessed to have a, a few different. Um, but I'm going I'm to go political and, and, and show love to the people that made me, though. My mother and my father, I feel like, you know, without them, obviously it wouldn't be in me. But, uh, you know, both of them from two different areas and two different sides of the world really gave me a lot of strength and power to be me. The chances of you being you, man, it's like one in five hundred trillion. That's or something what I'm saying. Like that. The, 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 when that one thing flows through, it's very low. So, yeah. what do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment? Haven't done it yet. So far. Uh, uh, up until say, this one, I was hoping he was gonna a, let me go. That right? was definitely a platitude answer. <laughs> like, yes, I haven't done it yet. Um. It's always a nice level. So. Yeah, you. I mean, right you now. got some. You got some incredible stuff going on right exactly. now as we speak. So, you got to share those, or or they, or you know, who knows that they're great. The the greatest accomplishment, I would say, is um, just changing changing who I am and changing some of my habits. Mm. Um, you know, That's started powerful. 2019. I changed. I cut a lot of things out. 
foods. I love sweets. I don't eat sweets anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to start Sugar Eaters Anonymous, man. <laughs> Listen. I'm trying, man. Yo, I, I just go to Walmart sometimes. Like I said, I was talking to Walmart earlier. I go to Walmart. Yo, I will look at the aisle and just be like, that don't sure look good. Nope, I won't eat it, though. <laughs> you got so much power, brother. <laughs> Let me shake your hand it's on dope. that, man. It's, it's rough really... to stay away from those desserts. Man, <laughs> man listen. I got some cookies in my bag right now. Um, yo, listen, my mom was like, you really don't eat macaroni and cheese no more? I was like, no. She's like, mm. Yeah, I don't eat no dairy myself, man. No red meat. See, I, I still eat some beef. Yeah, no pork, no nothing. I ain't ate no pork in about 20 years. <laughs> ain't no beef in about 10. Oh, I don't do no drinking. You know what I mean? I like a little wine. You know, I mean, <laughs> if I get me a nice, you know what I mean? If I'm of some nice company and this, the vibe is right, who could say? You know? Copy. Copy. <laughs> 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 Last question. What's the most important piece of advice that you ever received or that you have to offer to our listeners? Um... Most important piece. I wrote down a few things I like to read from time to time. Mm-hmm. I would say if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Um, so just believe in yourself. And, that's so important, man. You know, that's it. You know, it's been said to me by multiple different people. Um, but I think the most important way it was said to me is through through life. Mm-hmm. So that's so important, man. Definitely. That said, I mean, we're grateful to have had you on the show. I mean, I think we left our listeners with something something special. We got the word out about the projects that are going on that you have going on and that the community's invited to be a part of. And, and so. you made me trust Kev a little more, man, because I hadn't met you, and I only like to kiss it. I want to kick it with people that I kind of, like, vibe with. Copy. You know what I mean? So when he was like, yo, you got to meet this dude, I'm thinking I was just coming to meet you. He set the, he set me up with this right here. I didn't know we was recording he didn't, he didn't right now. I know he was logging into a podcast. No, I did, had no hey. idea. He sent hey. me a text message on the way over here saying set up. So I had to figure my I had to get mm. my mind around this on in the car. On a fly. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So you know, but you know teaching you some things. Right, <laughs> right. But it, it 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 definitely I feel like you you grow with somebody through struggle. You know what I mean? And and when you have instances like that where you have to trust somebody to show up and, and it shows up, you, you can kind of be like, all right, okay, cool. Right. I haven't served you wrong yet. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> right. I definitely would have, I would have, I like to, I made like Jay Z out my love to fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Obito. I'm the master spinner. I'll be. I mean, if that's it, we, we definitely appreciate having you. So until next time, be the change and bridge the gap.